Hey, uh, if you want more WT Fada throughout the week, follow us over on our Instagram page. It's the central hub of all things WT Fada. Check it out, WT Fada underscore podcast. Give us a follow. Hey guys, uh, before we start today's episode, we just wanted to give a very, very heartfelt thank you to our audience. Um, because most likely during the very initial moments of the release of this episode, we are going to cross 1,000 plays. It would be awesome if we could cross it before this episode releases, but we're three away. So most likely, most likely, this episode that you're listening to right now is the episode where we cross 1,000 plays, and uh, we are just very, very thankful. We enjoy making the show, and we hope that you enjoy listening. We hope that we give you guys something fun every week. We try very hard. Um, and yeah, I mean, what uh, what else can you say? It's just it's just such a such an honor to uh, to be able to share ourselves with you guys, you know, and feel embraced in this way. So thank you so much, and. Uh, Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the... I already forgot. <laughs> 62nd. 62nd. 62. Mm. Number 62, WT Fada. Yes. Here it is. I'm it's... John. I'm joined by Ron. Of course. Always. I, um... I feel like like the, like the number count was, like, it was, like, really fast, and now I feel like it's been slow again. Mm. And now I feel like 62. We're only at 62. It feels like forever since we did episode 50, but I think there were like 12 episode 51s in there, so maybe that's what it, it was. It definitely was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something happened there where, mm. uh, that episode 51, which... We had to do like a, like a voting recount. That's what had to happen. We sat down, we had to individually count out each episode, and then realized that we jumped the gun. <laughs> that's all good, it doesn't matter, man. Dude. We're here, we're doing our thing. It's, it's... It's me and you producing a show and, you know, having to work and having to do all this other shit. You know, mistakes, you know, mistakes were made. Production value is low. It's expected. Hmm. And I think it's part of the shit. charm. Yeah, you give two, two jackasses a couple mics and, you know, it's, it's just bound to be chaos. Yeah, it's a, it's a, good, it's a good thing. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I like it. What's been going on? They're filming the Batman. That's all I have to say. I'm very, very happy. Can't I, I? I just look at the set photos. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Like Colin Farrell's Penguin looks great. Zoe Kravitz's Selena. You can't tell too much, you know, exactly what's going on there. But somebody did clock that the shoes she's wearing are 100% Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman shoes from Batman Returns. Nah, no shit. Yeah, so it's like a little homage, which is pretty cool. Cute little Easter egg there. Carmine Falcone has cat scratches on his face, which is 
you know, comic accurate. It's fucking cool. Uh, Is that like his origin story? He got scratched by a cat and he was like, fuck the world, man. Fuck no. the world. <laughs> no. He was like a mobster and stuff and Catwoman tried to rip him off. And they, uh, like, his men were trying to, like, attack her. And she just ably took them out. And then before she left, gave Carmine a little, you know, yeah. something to remember her by. So he has, like, the scratches on his face. It's very cat-like. Yeah, cats, it's cats good stuff. Cats like to do that. They I've do. Got, I've got a few. My cats like to, you know, rock their territory on me. I know. I can show you a couple scars I got there. Fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's like you've been attacked. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it looks great. I, I have no complaints. They saw the, there was a, a Riddler gang there, which was cool. A bunch of people in, like, green army surplus shit with question marks on them. Like, that's fucking neat. They're filming a couple of action scenes. Something about Batman jumping off of, like, a clock tower with a, uh... He actually has, like, a squirrel suit. Those, like, extreme sports squirrel suit things, which is oh, kind of different. It's so early in his career that I don't think he's developed, like, his full kit. So mm-hmm. it's like, this is how I'm gliding around the city, at least for now. And he probably doesn't glide around the city very often because it would be a pain in the ass to zip up into that fucking thing. Yeah. You know? But, like a lot of work. Yeah. It's like a lot of work to put on all that equipment. It does. I'm too lazy for that kind of stuff. Even if I had the money. You'd be, you'd rock, like, a Spider-Man thing. Yeah. You'd be like, hopefully be I don't get shot. I'll just slip into, like, a onesie, mm-hmm. you know, just fucking put on my little spider shoe. Does it have spiders. the little ass window? I, I the onesie? Yeah. It, it it's does. probably your superpower. You can just be like, poof, drop it. Everybody's like, oh, Jesus! Well, I wouldn't want it's to. either, oh, Jesus, or, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're all excited. It's, it's mostly the latter. But, yeah, that's know. what I was feeling. Right after I said it, I realized I made that mistake. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid mistake. Yeah. It's like you stun people. And while they're, like, transfixed and hypnotized, you just slowly, like, walk backwards towards them. And then you just give them, like, a sick roundhouse kick. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I have, you know, it's funny. It's like people get these, like, superpowers and they're like, I gotta do something good with this. And if I'm Spider-Man, I would just be fucking around 24-7, man. I would just be soaring through the sky, just having fun, doing acrobatic shit. And people, like... Like help me, and I'm like no, no, I'm fucking busy. Yeah, leave me alone. Jesus dude. Christ, like, get the your one own good superpowers. thing that happens to me. I'm trying to enjoy it, and you're just trying to kill the vibe. Dude. Yeah, the like vibe. why am I gonna help you? Nobody helped my uncle Ben. That's what I would say. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm like all I can do is swing around like a spider. I, I, yeah, I'm not fit for combat. No, I just wanna. I'm just hanging out, man. Quite yeah. literally. Just hanging out. Yeah, I don't know. I. I feel like if I got superpowers, the, the, the pull towards becoming a supervillain is a little bit too strong. I don't think I should ever get superpowers, because I really don't. I feel like that'd be the case for most people. Yeah, it's, it's way too tempting. I was talking about, like, you know, just doing some flips, climbing the top of buildings, just diving Yeah, off but that's why falling. you have more of a potential to be a superhero. I'm a bad person, you well, don't understand. <sighs> See, people like you, man, that's why... I'd have to do good things. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, if there's another person who like, Ron has these same powers, like, yes. I have to do something. Doesn't it feel like we could actually be arch nemeses? Yeah. It's like the end of Unbreakable. You know how you always know who the supervillain's going to be? It's because he knows the hero. <laughs> and normally they're friends. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. That's what it is. Like, damn. Mm. 
Oh. There's potent dramatic potential for this. We gotta get bit by like something. Is yeah. there like a radioactive dung beetle somewhere here? I'm sure there is. Just go stick your hand under a rock it's or something. A, it's Wilmington. It's yeah. It's probably it's cesspool anyway. It is. It's just a fucking They act all high and mighty. Right? Wilmington. Green Squeaky grass clean. And yeah. The beautiful foliage. Yeah. All right, we're not like Tuxbury. We're not like Bill Rico. We're 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 way like Burlington. It's like no, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for people that live in Singapore that have no idea what we're talking right. about. Yeah. Apologies. Hmm. So yeah, that's basically. I've been very happy about that. I went to a wedding um, over the weekend for Kayla Kennedy, who's married to Eric McGurdy. And it was a beautiful ceremony, and I'm very happy for them. Yeah, yeah. like you had a good time. I did have a good time. Snazzy, man. I saw the pictures. Oh, Clean thank you, nice. man. I, I, I did all right. I, I, got, I got at least prolonged eye contact, which was nice. I, I, I yeah. thought I looked nice. You know, I'm, um, I'm one of those people where, like, I hate marriage. I think it's dumb. But I think I like it is, weddings, too. But I love weddings. Well, here's the thing. For a guy, what is the, like, wh- Why? Why would you, as a guy, want to get married? What's the what's the upside? What's the upside? If things don't <laughs> work out, she takes half your shit. That's it. You get to say she's my wife, which I guess is cool, but I'm not. I don't. I mean, what the hell? It got a lot cooler after Borat came out because you can be like, my wife. You know, you know. That's kind of an upside to it. Sasha Baron Cohen did a lot for uh, for marriage. Yeah, yeah. This is the second one. I know. Sure. I'm so excited. <laughs> Amazon, right? I think so. I don't know. I just heard. It sucks when an evil corporation is is uh, producing great content. You right. Know? Borat too is a, it's a, it's obvious that that it's a long time coming. Needed to happen sooner. Happy that it's here now. I would like to put out a disclaimer. I I said marriage is dumb. I'm just I'm just messing around. You know, Kayla and Eric got married. I'm happy for them. That's awesome. I'm happy for Kayla, and I'm terrified for Eric. <laughs> if anything ever goes wrong, she's just going to... She'll take half of the dog. She'll take half of the house. He'll be walking around with one nut. Yeah. Terrible. everything. Terrible. Yeah. Horrible. And I know Kayla. She's vicious. She's just waiting for that opportunity. Oh, yeah. The plan's already in motion. I feel like it is. The second, the second you're with a woman, she's like, we should get married. It's like, that's like, that's what's running through her head. She's like, well, I'm playing the long game, playing the long con, I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah, that's what it is. I've fallen into that trap. That's why I've played it smart, and I have not acquired anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't take half of nothing, Yeah. right? So you can't if, take half my shit if I don't got shit to begin with. Yeah, see? This is 4D chess. Uh-oh. That's how we do. No, we're just messing around. Oh, that's awesome! It looked the, yeah, the venue looked nice mm-hmm. up in Maine, man. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, it's something like that's something I'd want to do. It's just like a kind of like a remote place. Just like I don't need any, all this flashy shit. Like yeah, give me some orange and red leaves, um, an open bar, and my closest friends, and I'm good. You see that thing, the uh, the the roaming speakeasy? No, I that did was not. cool. It was just like a little like tiny trailer. That was a bar. 
they just like brought the trailer over and they opened up the window and mm-hmm. it was like there's your serving counter and it was just filled with liquor. There's two people in there pouring drinks all night. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I liked it. Sounds like a great time. I should fucking do that, man. I yeah. could do that. Just like buy a truck and just fill it with liquor and just like show up to random shit. Bar mitzvahs, weddings. I don't want to like one year old birthday parties. You guys I, want alcohol, bro? I'll, I'll just fucking roll up. Here's my full bar. I can pour a drink. I don't want to jump all over your thing, but, like, W.T. Barta? Yeah, W.T. Barta. Is that right? (laughs) My slogan's going to be, like, every pour is heavy or something. I don't know. That's dumb. That's dumb, but I like the concept of it, so I'll I'll reword that. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. I I trust you. Do you want to do that? Let's do that. (laughs) This is like when Chris wanted to open up that sub shop. I was all in. I was ready. Yeah. And then he just stopped talking about it. (laughs) I'm still upset. <laughs> yeah, you know, you become an adult and you're like, fuck, man, I'd like to do shit, but I'm like 30 and I can't like throw thousands and thousands of dollars and take risks when I have a mortgage to pay. And it sucks, doesn't and, it? I was thinking about the nature of like our freedom the other day and I was getting really freaked out. I was like, I need to calm down right now because it just doesn't feel like, I don't know, I don't, I don't really feel free, you know? None of us are. Well, it's, I was thinking about too, like, is that there's not even a landmass in the world that isn't governed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that scary? Like, everybody owns it. Like, the whole world has been picked. Like, well, this is my area. Yeah. That's your area. You know? And then we're, like, living in it. And I feel like I have the illusion of freedom. You know what I mean? I can, like, walk down the street. You went down a rabbit hole, huh? Yeah, I got, I got like, real freaked out. I don't know why. <laughs> But I was sitting there and I was just thinking about the nature of things and like the nature of the entrapments that we're in, like, like how I've said before, I don't, I wouldn't want anything other than capitalism. I'm fine. But also capitalism, like really fucking really locks you in. It's a lot of work to get out of this, like to, to get out of the system. I'm trying to get out of the system, but like, holy shit, it's a nightmare. Yeah. You don't even realize that you're like indoctrinated. You don't even realize that you're. Like, I don't know. It's like you're 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 fully trapped by your society. Think about how much of you is is based on what society kind of demands of you. We're a product of our environments, man. I want the pro. I want the environment to be a product of us. Yeah. Hashtag WTFada. Hashtag WTFada Network. Let's make it happen. Taking over the world. Please. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's very, like, uh, uncomfortable feeling. Heavy shit. It's hard to, like, find opportunity. It's very difficult. And that's, like, one of the things that, like, I'm constantly looking at now. Like, what's the move? You know? How do, I, how do you do... How do you get where you want to be? You know? Mm. The least amount of resistance. Just... How do you sneak past all the people that are like, nope, 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 nope. You don't. You just eat shit. And then, like, eventually, maybe eventually something happens, but, you know, you kind of just eat shit. should be a motivational speaker. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it, dude. I got, you know, man, I am not cynical whatsoever. Right. At all. Marriage is great. Life is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. What's been going on with you? Nothing crazy. No. You know, I um, you know, we talked about this the other night, but I finished the uh, 
the second season, I guess you could call it, of um, The Haunting of Hill House, Haunting mm. of Blind Manor, mm-hmm. which was a completely different story. You know, I had some of the same core actors, you know, wholly, totally different story. I don't think they're connected in any way, but I'm sure if I fucking went on BuzzFeed or something, they would have connected in some way. It's so like they mention a character name from the first season. Oh, something yeah. that I might have missed. I yeah. don't know. Um, I, you know... We're not talking about that in this episode, so I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I enjoyed it at first, and then it's just kind of got, yeah, a little confusing, wasn't really that scary, first season way better, Yeah. but, you know, just, it was different, Yeah. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it, I it wasn't different. I feel like there's a lot of subpar media right now, like, there's a lot of stuff coming out that it's just like, Jesus Christ. Maybe COVID isn't such a bad thing. Like maybe it's, it'll make people go back to the drawing board what, with this extra time and be like, we should probably fix this. Reset. Now that we have some, <laughs> we have some time, maybe we can adjust some things. But I do feel like there's a number of movies that came out this year that I was like, I am excited. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Tenet, I, I liked at first. And, you know, I still don't hate it. But definitely was like a kind of a sound like in a, in a movie in a year without movies you would just think that chris nolan like would not have any competition but i'm like i don't know i, I might have i might have had more fun at other films mm-hmm. you know just crazy yeah yeah what to can you do it. that's all right it is what it is just keep rolling with the punches um i i read something well, I don't know if I want to talk about it. I don't know. Basically, I read something, and a, a school teacher in Paris. Did you hear about this? Like just outside of Paris. No. They got like beheaded. Jesus. Because they showed a, they showed an illustration of Muhammad in their class, the, the, you know, Islamic prophet there. Uh huh. Yeah, and like one of the kids was, was Muslim, and he like killed him. Not that day. It was like a How few days later. How old was the kid? Like 18 Jesus. or something. Got him like when he was coming out of school. And look, I he was trying to make a big speech about, like the teacher was trying to make a, he, he was apparently pretty polite about it. And like, hey, like if you're uncomfortable with what I'm going to show, he told them like what I'm going to show, please leave. And then that kid didn't leave and then he was uncomfortable with it and then this all happened. What, um, and, what did they show, you know? just a picture of Muhammad. You're, you cannot do that in Islam. Really? You can't do it. You can't show any vi- any visual depictions of Islam, mm-hmm. uh, of Muhammad in, in that religion. <clears throat> so it's not like we have, like, not we, I'm not, I'm not religious at all, but like Catholicism has like the, pa- the grand paintings of, you know, their prophets and everything. It's not allowed in Islam. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing, right? Where it's not allowed in their religion, so it's disrespectful to show it. But also, like, if you're outside of that religion, like, do you have to abide by the laws of that religion? And, and I don't know where I stand. All I know is that I feel like, me personally, we should just stop showing visual depictions of Muhammad. I don't know. 
I'm not blaming, I'm not victim blaming, but I also am just like, why, why do people keep, why, like, that's the whole, that Charlie Hebdo thing that was the, uh, the gunman opening fire at, uh, Charlie Hebdo was like a French, uh, like a, like a newspaper strip kind of thing, almost like a, like, think about Mad Magazine, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. They were consistently like, "Here's depictions of Muhammad. Here's depictions of Muhammad." Well, and South then, Park did that too. Yeah, but it's like, it's like I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know. It's weird. Like you know that it's going to outrage people, right? So why bother doing it? And I understand free speech, but it's like, would you be talking about it if you didn't think it was going to outrage people? Mm. You know what I mean? Like it seems like you're intentionally trying to provoke people into doing something crazy and i'm not saying that somebody shows a picture that you don't like and you kill them because i went to art school <laughs> I, I i would have been dead a long time ago <laughs> so i i feel like i feel like i i just i don't really understand why i don't know just a really really bizarre story i I, I figured I would spice up the off-topic with some yeah, really landmining <laughs> material. I want to see how John reacts. I don't understand, and maybe it's just because I'm not religious, but I don't know why religion warrants such extreme reaction. Like, people, they have, like, their beliefs about whatever their religion preaches, you know, mm -hmm. whatever they teach, this and that, and it's like... If you see something you don't like, it's like murder. Like right away, it seems like. Yeah. It's like fucking murder. It's it's like yeah. why does that warrant such strong reaction? I don't know. But like, I think what, why does that like bother someone so much? Like this is what I believe. This is what I was taught. And like if you don't agree, I'm going to fucking murder you. Mm. Like behead someone. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't I don't understand. But I also I feel like. I feel like it's really difficult to be, like, it's really difficult to have perspective on something like that, right? Because Absolutely. you're born into, presumably, born into a religious family. Mm -hmm. And from day one, here are the rules, here are the rules, here mm -hmm. are the rules, here are the rules. Add to that the idea of, like, being marginalized, right? Because I understand that there's a lot of conflict between like you know it's not like I mean Jesus there's tons of conflict here about all sorts of things but I understand that like in France the like Muslim refugees are kind of like you know thought of as like bottom rung mm -hmm. so there's this idea of being marginalized then feeling like something that you hold to be like a deeply held core belief and value is being attacked and like maybe like this kid just snapped you know but if he just snapped it would have happened like in the classroom but this is like days later mm. he like goes gets the like a meat cleaver they said and then just like hangs out where the teacher's gonna exit and then just wow yeah. you know out of nowhere and to clarify i was you know this came up and I wasn't talking about just Muslim religion. I was talking about all religion because... Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. I know. I'm not talking about you, but, like, it just... In all religion, it seems like, you know, for the most part, it's, like, murder. Huge, like, it's like genocides and shit, shit. because yeah, you are different than me. And 
not. I, I can't say all religion. Like, that's just kind of like generic in general. I don't know, you know man. Whatever. I mean, it's. But it's, it's hard just, to find a religion that got, hasn't done shitty things. Yeah. I, I, at least you know maybe it's a minority of, of people in who, you know, claim to be a part of that yeah. belief system there that are just like, my version of God told me to do this. Mm. You know, like suicide bombings and yep. like just like murders and sacrifices and like it's just like. I feel like people just like, okay, well, there's a higher power, and like that gives me the right to end someone's life in the name of a higher power, something bigger than this. And it's like, it's like, dude, just why can't everyone just like, look what's in front of you, you know, and just, right? It's that simple. Just be kind, respect another person, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I don't, I don't know it's a why. Deep, deep topic, and people you know, don't people don't see it. It's black and white. It's like, hey, just love everybody. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just you do. You hear stories about that stuff all the time, and like even groups that you think of as being like historically victimized, it's like there's some fucked up things. I know that the the border, and I'm not qualified to talk about this really, but I I I, I know that like the border between. Israel and Egypt and the way that that's set up like there's a lot of people that are getting shot in Egypt by people in Israel and it's mm-hmm. like well why and it's like well because they were walking by yeah they got too close to the fence yeah, it's, it's really like creepy stuff but it's all motivated by that like I feel like everybody the, the whole world is like set up to be <clears throat> you know like at the, at the top upper tiers, right? The people that have, like, power, right? They're the ones that make decisions about, like, this is what we need to do to protect everybody, right? But, like, at street level, I really don't feel like... Like, like I don't reflect the views of the people at the top of my government. I can't assume mm-hmm. that people like us in other countries that have, you know, a bad reputation worldwide i can't imagine that they're all yeah exactly that way like we, we probably all could get along if it wasn't for the people that were in charge but mm-hmm. like there's always going to be people in charge right I mean, yeah power structures are there for a reason and there are benefits to them there's also well, drawbacks it's, yeah it's <laughs> done correctly that's crazy i wanted to get like real deep i want to talk about like something i feel like <laughs> I feel like we've been, like, letting it go easy on the off-topics. I'm going to spice things up now. We were like, yeah, I watched this, and it was pretty cool. And you're like, did you hear about that teacher that got beheaded in Paris? Yeah. Over a picture of Muhammad? Yeah. What do you it's think about that? A religious like, thing and know, man, fraught uh, with landmines. I'm just... What's your view on abortion? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, All right to choose. That's what I believe in. I agree. I agree. I feel like uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about another controversial topic, but, but the thing that I always feel is like, okay, so you care about human life, but what about like the human life of the, the woman that has to carry this baby to term? You know what I mean? Like, what are, what are you saying? Yeah, and all like the circumstances of like ways that they've they got pregnant. It's like, yeah. That are like, yeah, if you get raped and you get impregnated, you can't. All like, life is sacred. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. All life sacred now. Pop up See, that's that what baby. We're let's throw it into foster care and let's turn that thing into a killing machine in our military. That's it. We need soldiers. 
And then as soon as they're done serving that purpose, who fucking cares? Yeah. There's no support. They can be homeless. They can commit suicide. And we won't do anything to stop Sad. it. Dude, it's a fucking horror show, man. It is a fucking cult. Every everywhere you look, it's these like these power structures, and that's what I'm talking about. When I said I got like deep, I was just sitting there. I was not. I was not on anything. I was just sitting there, sitting there, and I was just thinking about the nature of reality. And then all of a sudden, my heart just fucking broke into a million pieces when I just realized, like, I don't know. This is so. We're we're all entrapped, you know. We're all wrapped up in our. In the structures. Mm. I'm not calling for there to be no structures. I'm not an anarchist. I think that structures are important. And I think that if you tear down structures, structures arise that aren't very good either, you know? That was the whole... What was it? The Chaz? Is that what yeah. they were calling it? Doesn't work out. It's like two... There's the left-wing... The far left-wing side that's anarchy and the far right-wing side that's totalitarianism, neither of those things are American to me. I'm I'm ambushing John. He's sweating. It's like 30 degrees. I ain't sweating. <laughs> you're, you're sweating. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year. It's not gonna be any better. Not for a while. I was looking back at pictures of the 1918, like the Spanish flu mm-hmm. pandemic, and it's actually like really funny to see like all these people like walking around in masks and stuff mm. in these old timey photos. It's like, damn. History has repeated itself. Mm-hmm. Here's my thought process, right? So the Spanish flu hits the world, right? And then, at least here, we get the roaring 20s, right? Like, the, the Spanish flu wraps up, and then it's party time. So Wait, can you call it that, the Spanish flu? It's, it's, it Is wasn't back there. Back then, it wasn't racist. Now it's racist. You can't call this one the Chinese flu. Uh... But the Spanish flu, it's okay. Because that one's just deep in history. I guess. Yeah. It was called the Spanish influenza. Like, if you look it up, that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you know? no, that's what they refer to it as. So. It's crazy. I get it. Yeah. But. but yeah, I guess the Chinese flu is is uh, racist. There's actually a much more racist uh, name for this flu, which I won't get into. For the one referred to the... Um... Yeah, I heard somebody at work call it. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh-huh. I probably won't bring it up on air. Probably yeah, won't. Probably not. <sighs> but yeah, no, I, so here's my thought process, right? Is if we're, like, if we're looking at this as, like, a doppelganger for the Spanish flu, right? <clears throat> and we know that it, the Spanish flu wrapped up. They had, like, a cure. Everybody got immune. And then all of a sudden it was the Roaring Twenties. I think what we might stand a chance turning this around. We might have our own Roaring Twenties. Hopefully. My thought process is go back and look at the economic situation that existed because of the Spanish flu. What was the recession like? What was this like, right? And then what happened when it cleaned up 
during the Roaring Twenties, because that money was just flowing, flowing, flowing during the Twenties. Then there was a huge depression in the Thirties, so you got to be aware of that too. But if I'm right, you should be able to track the aftermath of the Spanish flu and how the Roaring Twenties kicked off, and you might be able to make some pretty accurate predictions about where we're headed. So I'm not saying that you should invest in WT FADA, but I highly recommend you because that's remember we were we've been in the game since 1866 something like that a long time ago something like that it's been a long time it's been a long time 60 62 episodes in that many years that's pretty kind of sad <laughs> but anyways uh yeah I, I think that if you invest in wt fada you you might be able to make some money that's my thought i feel like we killed the off topic i feel like we're done we're done. Do you think we're done? I think we're done. I can see you disconnecting. <laughs> see, like, Ron's just going on tangent after tangent. I'm done. Yeah. All right. Like, I got nothing to add, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I will throw you lovely audience members to the wolves and or the advertisements, and then we'll get back to my favorite question of the week. Hang tight. Just a special announcement before we get into the topic of today's episode. What's the Story is back tonight, October the 23rd, in the year of our Lord, 2020, at 9 p.m. That's right. So, if you've enjoyed the first season of What's the Story, well, we're coming back. And this time, I am joined by my new co-host, Kayla McGurdy. Very exciting stuff happening. Tonight's episode is called In the Beginning, The Fine Art of Exposition. Check it out. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, today we're talking about this movie called Alone. We're sticking to like that thriller kind of like spooky type theme for the month of October. Yeah. Nothing paranormal or, you know, fantasy about this. It's more of like a real life yeah. type uh, thriller here and suspense movie. What'd you think about this one? Um, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I felt like, um, I did a little bit. You hated it? A little bit. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. I thought it sucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did? Yeah. All right. We'll get into it. We'll get into All it. All right. Now. You go for it. You go. So I watched it like I watched it a while ago because it was going to be our uh, like it was supposed to be the show that dropped this week. Mm. Um, so I watched it a while ago. So I'm a little bit rusty, but yeah. Okay. So here we go. Um, I I all right. So we meet the main character, uh, Jess. Jessica. Ooh, I'm good. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, Jessica. Uh, so we, we meet her, and she is moving from her apartment in the city. And she's throwing her stuff in a U-Haul, and she can't fit the plant or a couch. And then I kind of stop watching. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't think it was no. that bad. <laughs> no. So uh, she, like, hits the road, and uh, I don't know. Basically, she runs afoul of some dude on a 
kind of remote mountainside road and from there it's like she starts feeling like she's being followed by the dude and then it becomes very blatant that she's definitely being followed by the dude and uh hijinks ensue is how I will describe the horrible second half of what what happens yes right, hijinks right. um I don't know I, I felt like it was tense I yeah, like that I mean you know we're obviously not the target audience you know that they're trying to to scare I guess um right they're trying to scare uh elderly men yeah elderly men <laughs> no uh, listen, I, I get I get why you know so we, I watched it with Haley, and she was like, "Oh, you know, this is like scary. Like, I hate men, blah blah blah." I'm like, "I get like, <laughs> I get like that's your target audience, you know? Like, you know, this is a very real threat. I understand that. Fuck. So like, Sorry. But, like being able to analyze a movie without having like being invested in it like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't think the movie was good. Uh, I thought um, thought the acting wasn't great. I yeah. thought. This is he, he had like that Jason Voorhees complex going on where it was like I know where you are at all times I can catch up to you no matter how much time has passed and it was like there yeah it is that again. was a that was a flaw it's, like, in the first scary. half like yeah you know, she'll just go off she'll drive like two three hundred miles the opposite direction and like there he shows up he and shows it's like, up Ooh, spooky and it's like I wish they would have you know if you're gonna have like a realistic threat like that like. Be, have it be a realistic movie. Show show us how he was able to do that. And Even like, that first interaction when he starts fucking with her on the road, if he just rolls his window down and you see him and he, like, has... Like, maybe he already has his window down. So then you see him and, like, she's trying to pass him and then all of a sudden, like, like blurry in the background, you see him, like, kind of do, like, this weird hand motion. You're like, what the fuck was that? And then later on, you find out it's like a magnetic GPS thing that like something went under the like car that. and hooked yeah. on something. Something like that. Is I, you know, I won't just blew through the whole movie now, being like this part, this part, this part, this part. I'll talk to him as we get to it. But you know, it's you know, we kind of had like the start of the movie there where like, all right, so she's driving, and then you know, this guy he's driving in front of her. He's going really slow. She's in a rush. She's like running from something, which we'll get into a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, not like physically running from a threat, but she's like, you know, trying to leave behind trauma. Yeah. And she's up this dude's ass. He's kind of starts pumping the brakes. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I got to pass this motherfucker. Like, they're on an open road, you know, out in fucking, it looks like somewhere, I don't even know where it takes place, to be honest. It looks like a Vermont type area, you know. Yeah, so it's been. like, you should have been going at least 65, 70, maybe even 75, but the dude's probably going about 50. I don't know. He had small dick energy from the beginning. So she tries to pass him. And then he does that asshole thing where he just, like, speeds up and she can't pass him. And then there's right. a truck coming. And then finally she gets ahead of him. You know, she's got the, the trailer in the back, so she's got to go a little bit further ahead of him. Mm. So she doesn't knock him off the road. And then he fucking speeds up and gets in her ass. That's flashing his lights. And I'm like, this is, like, classic road rage, you know. Like, yeah. So I don't want to jump the gun. No, 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 no. Just do it. I want just not – don't worry about structure. Let's just be natural. Let's go. All right. So – we know something obviously is going on here. He sees her again, and he like comes up, and he's like being very creepy. He's got the mustache, you know, right away, like <laughs> typical like yeah. middle-aged white man, like predator. Like yeah. they just like they have a mold, and yeah. They they put him in there, right? And he's just being creepy. How you get in the club? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you gotta grow a mustache. And you gotta wear like fucking John Deere fucking clothing, and you gotta have glasses, and you know, like, whatever. Rem That's reminds fine. me of that Jesselnick joke. 
the Anthony Jeselnik joke where he's like, he's like, I went on the sex offender registry and I checked and I have like 30 sex offenders living within, living within five miles of my apartment. So if they all live so close to me, why is it we always have to have our meetings at my place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty funny. But, yeah, so, like, you know, he's being, like, really creepy. You know, something's going to happen. He's following her. He, like, you know, she she does the right thing, right? So, you know, the guy, um, he's being weird. She, like, rolls down the window a little bit, like, what the fuck do you want? And mm-hmm. he's, like, being kind of pushy, and she just knows something's up. She leaves. Good for her, right? And he just apparently just knows the exact way she's going mm-hmm. he somehow gets around right which doesn't see him past her and he he breaks down his car and blocks the whole road yeah then he also his he's mysteriously in a cast mysteriously in the cast he wasn't yeah. in a cast that scene before i didn't think he was yeah i, I don't think weird. he was and i'm like okay whatever and he's like hey i need a ride and she does, again does the right thing don't fucking trust this guy i know you know it's like it goes into that um that topic that we talked about in a couple previous episodes where it's like don't risk being polite you know when you, you know something's up right like you risk being polite you can get murdered and we talked about that in the devil all the time we talked about that in the invitation yep you know yeah and again she does the right thing she's like no i'll get you help just fucking stay here and she gets by yeah and you know it's it seems like hours have passed she's at a, a rest stop she's just chilling and then that guy pulls in again yeah. somehow knows exactly where the fuck she is and he starts you know fucking power walking over towards us she jumps in a car and he's just like banging on the window being like rah, 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 you know yeah he makes up he that said. thing like you almost hit me oh yeah you just almost hit me he tries to make it seem like there's a reason for him to be yelling well, at her well before that what does he say he comes up to her he says something i don't know i forget but she like speeds off and then a truck stops in front of her and then that's when he gets up again and it's like you right. almost hit me you yeah know? yeah 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 this and that so here comes another issue here so he's on her driver's side window she speeds past right you know she gets away and all of a sudden the tractor trailer tire um not tractor the, the u-haul tire is like fucking flat so she can't right. go anywhere she like, pulls over she goes and she sees on the opposite side of the car I couldn't get a good look at it, but what? It was like a knife sticking out or he slashed her tire or something. Yeah, maybe. Like when? How? Yeah. How? I could. I would believe it if it was on the driver's side because that's where he was both times. You don't think that that, that guy could like like throw like a wicked knife just quick like John Lockett? Yeah, like he had a boomerang or something. It's pretty good. He just fucking, I don't know. <laughs> you know, she speeds off and apparently he's like, I'm going to run on the opposite side and just try, you know. I don't know. So well. You know. It was way easier to set the camera up in the street than in the woods. I know, exactly. Like, what the hell? Right? So I'm like. You can't cut them a little slack? I was like, all right. Just kidding. Whatever. So he, like, catches up to, he gets over the crowbar, you know. A couple intense moments. Like, when he, like, when he throws punches. Yeah, that was rotten. That was rotten. Each time, it was intense. It was her, the, like, later on in the scenes where he, like, you know, gets pretty aggressive. I'm like, damn. They filmed it well. They made him look that, that was really good. strong. That was a positive. Like, he, he was, um, like, uh, like, the Michael Myers-type strength yeah. where it, the sound design of it, that, like, mm-hmm. it was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That first one is guttural. Mm-hmm. He, like, socks her right in the Fuck. fucking face. Dude. Horrible. Fucked up. Yeah. Right. Um... <sighs> I could just go on and on, okay. man. I'll so let let's, you, I'll let you take the. Let, let's let's backtrack a little. All right. Backtrack. So I want to talk about. Uh, so 
a couple of things. I, like, anybody that listens to the show knows that I'm, like, a serial killer person. Not in real life. I, I, I know about serial killers is what I'm saying. Don't read too much into what I said. Um, I'm not a serial killer is what I mean. Okay. Um, so, one of the things that I enjoyed were all of these little, like, quiet shout-outs uh, towards different horrendous killers throughout the years. So I felt like the cast on the arm, that's an old Ted Bundy move. That's what he would do. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Ted Bundy right. would... Uh, I'm trying to get my canoe up on on my car, oh, but right. I have a cast, my arm's broken, and I'm completely defenseless, mm -hmm. you know, and not a threat to anyone. I can't get my canoe up, so I wish somebody would help me, and then some very, very nice girl that didn't deserve what she got would be like, oh, I should help him, mm. and then he would be like, oh, thank you so much, and then he would be like, the problem is, is I don't know how I'm going to get it off the car when I get home. Could you help me with that, too? I, I just live, a, like, two minutes down the road. I'd really appreciate it. And then, no. you know, he would do his Ted Bundy thing because mm -hmm. he's a fucking monster. So I thought, like, that was kind of interesting. It, he was, like, a mix of a, a, of a couple of different guys. Like, he was making me think of him. Visually, he reminded me a lot of the Green River Killer. Um, and there's somebody else that I noticed. It might come to me later. But, yeah, there was just a... There were things about him that I was like, oh, it's really interesting. But also it's like he's using these tactics that are like kind of like female survival 101. Like these are things that like at this point everybody knows. So it's like I don't know how he was ever successful doing any of the things that he's doing. You right. know what I mean? And every every woman, like most women probably know quite a bit about serial killers. Whether because of interest or necessity mm -hmm. you know what I mean um, so I feel like you would I feel like most women would be like I don't I don't trust this like yeah. I don't trust this at all it's like when I wouldn't fucking trust the guy either right no like, of course right but it's like when you're little and one of the things that I, I was told was uh, and it, ow um, I just saw somebody fall sorry good um, fuck him no, I'm just kidding <laughs> I uh a bee right on me. Oh, See that? It just came right over and landed on you. That was crazy. It's just, it's just hanging out. I think it's yeah. all right. You're not no. allergic to bees, are you? We're gonna find out. Yeah, I guess we are. Um, you know, yeah, no, I. Uh, real quick, have you ever watched Coyote Peterson? That's that motherfucker that sings himself with all sorts yeah, of shit. All the time. He's like a fetishist, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I don't think I'm allergic to bees, and like, I try not to freak out when like a bee lands on me or something. Cause I'm like, yeah. that dude can take like. A two-inch long murder hornet, but like I'm gonna have it stab me and like come on the other side and like maybe I can take the normal beast. But anyway, sorry. Did he do on. the the murder hornets? Uh, I think he tried to find one. And I'm, I'm not sure. I didn't think I watched that episode, but huh. some pretty pretty large looking bees there that he did do. Yeah. Hang on one second. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Coyote Peterson is a is a madman. I don't think I would sign up. Did he do Murder Hornets? I'm not sure. Um, I watched him do... If he did Murder Hornets, I, I, I like, respect. 
Mad respect. Oh, he probably did. He's done. He's a psychopath. He just grabs whatever the fuck. He's like, yeah, dude, this thing's crazy. I'm going to have it sting me. Watch. <laughs> He's done um, a cicada killer, which is like... Whoa. It looks like a huge, a huge like, wasp. Like, a, like what I think would a, a murder hornet would look like. I don't know. No way. I'm not into it at all. Mm. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I... F- I... I... I I like that aspect of them, though. I, I like the aspect that they kind of, like, mixed and matched a bunch of traits. Mm. Although I do feel like it's kind of unbelievable. Like, I feel like the days of, uh, like, crafting a ruse are kind of over. Mm. You know? I feel like people would just be like, nah, there's something up. But, yeah, what I was going to say, when I was little, it was the thing no adult is ever going to need a kid's help. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know if that applies. I mean, it definitely doesn't apply in reality to male and women but it, it, to, to man and woman but like it it's definitely a way to keep yourself safe mm-hmm. if a guy's just like hey do you mind helping me with this random task and yeah. just be like ah I can't I'm sorry I gotta don't fuck yeah yeah but yeah it was, it was definitely spooky and I do feel like um I do I, I definitely get the criticism of um of him just showing up in places. I noticed that too. When I watched it the first time, I was like, what? Like, it seems like there's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of time that pass and like you from said, when Leo, they see each other. I'd be, I'd be more on board with that if, like you said, like some sort of like magnetic GPS, some sort of something. Right. Where it's like, all right, he pinged her location. So, like, when. No. Sorry. What? It's like a B. There oh. he is. Um. Oh yeah, they love you today, huh? I guess so. Um, well, well, I mean, you shouldn't like swing at it like that. I'm swinging at it. Piss it, it off. <laughs> now it's gonna sting you. No, now he's gonna go away. Um, we're good. Don't be scared. But yeah, uh, some sort of like, hey, I know where you are. So like, when I when I take the exit here on a highway, I know how to get back to you. Because mm-hmm. like he took an exit, and then there's just no way he's possibly gonna find her again. But he just does because it's a movie. They tried to explain it with him being like, oh, well, you know, I'm real familiar with the area. Yeah, and I'm well, like, I don't feel like you can be familiar with an area. It doesn't mean that you can find Ron. If I'm pretty, I grew up five minutes down the road from here. If you and I left and went different directions, I would not find you again today. No fucking way. Unless I went to your house, which I know where it is, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but what did I, would I go to my house? Exactly. You know, you would have no idea. Yeah, no idea. If I don't know where you're going, there's no way I'm finding you again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you'd have to use. You'd have to know things about me. Mm-hmm. So like, you would never be able to find this, this girl that you know nothing about. But me, you could probably pretty take a pretty good guess mm. that I'm at the massage parlor. Um, <laughs> you might be able to find me there. Um, yeah, no, I. That. It doesn't. It didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Nope. You're trying to craft something that's believable and tense. You gotta. You gotta address that problem. Exactly. You know. You have to. And I just feel like they tried to sidestep it really hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So then, what do we have happen here? So he. We already talked about him punching her. Basically, what happens is she finds that she has the flat tire. She's calling for help, which isn't being particularly successful. She doesn't know where she is. And then 
that dude shows up. And this time, he's like all business, mm -hmm. you know? There's no more pretense, no more like, I'm gonna try to lure you out of the car. It's like, well, I guess I'm gonna do this the, the easy and or hard way, depending on how you look at it. He has a, like a tire iron, he like smashes, it's a tire iron or crowbar or whatever. Yeah. He smashes through the passenger side window, he knocks all the glass off out of it. And then he unlocks the door and he gets in. I felt like the whole, I, I, I like the shot of him like going around the edge of the window and knocking off the glass and stuff. I also feel like in that moment, like, like, I don't know. It's always about like these little decisions in movies that I'm like, okay, so, so what is he doing? Well, he's not climbing through the window. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if there's glass on the edges of it. Yeah. All he's doing is reaching in to unlock the door. It feels like an extra step that maybe you wouldn't take in that situation. But I, on the other hand, it's showing, like, a confidence in it. Like, now he's like, no, I'm comfortable. Like, I can take my time doing what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Right? He gets in the car, and she's doing, you know, she's her last-ditch attempts to, like, stop this from happening. Like, saying, get the fuck off me, mm -hmm. all this stuff. And he's telling her, like, quiet, quiet, calm down, calm down. And then out of nowhere, he just, like, sucker punches her. And she gets knocked out. And then when she wakes up, she's in this, like, kind of, like, celery-looking thing. Like a... Uh, like a basement, not like the vegetable celery. No, not... <laughs> she's in a room crafted entirely from celery. <laughs> and the only thing he's left her is one tiny little cup of ranch. <laughs> it's like, damn it, how am I supposed to eat all this celery? I'm never going to get out. this much ranch. <laughs> Well, if he gave me more ranch, I could eat my way out of yeah. here. It's torture, man. It's torture. That, that's where it gets real sinister. Yeah, that's when, it, that's when you need a little bit of humor. Uh, so it's nice to have that little reprieve of a celery joke. Not many of those come up. Uh, yeah, now you kind of find out like what he's up to. I mean, you could have guessed what he's up to. He's, he's a yeah. fucking sick, sick person. And, uh, yeah, it's it's ugly. It's ugly and it's very honest. It feels very raw to me when I was watching it. I was like, Jesus, like this is it doesn't it didn't feel like superfluous. Like that's the thing, is there's two ways to do that type of thing and you can you can make it so outlandish that it's it's easy to be like, nah, that's not real. But they went the other way. They were like, No no no, let's let's keep this locked firmly in the realm of reality mm. and what that looks like. And it, yeah, it's not it's not good. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Yeah, so obviously, so he has her kidnapped. You know, she is like, hey, I'm awake. Yeah. You know, like, I'm awake. <laughs> Help me. Yeah, so like, let come, me out of know, here. Come do what you were going to do when you're waiting for me to wake up. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. You wake up in a strange place after the interaction you just had. Don't you want to be quiet and trying to figure out a way out before he notices that you're awake? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, I'm awake. Come down. He's like, all right, I'm coming. He comes down. No problem. You know, he comes down. It's like later on and whatever. And you now they're having a confrontation. And she's like, you know, I don't know what you want. I'll give you money. I'll do this and that. And then they were like, I feel like they were writing this movie. And they're like, well, you know, we need to find some way to let the audience know that this isn't his first victim. And they're like, I got it. We'll just have him say it. And it was very uncreative. It was very to the point. He's like, you think you're the first one to offer me money? 
And I feel like they, they tried to set up a moment where it was like, whoa, he's done this before. And like, I feel like they missed the yeah. mark. Like, I think there's a more creative ways mm -hmm. to show that he's done this before. Like maybe if she finds some evidence of like a previous victim or something, I think that would have hit a little bit harder. But he's like, you know, the first one to, you think of the first one to say that. Yeah. I, I, you know what, you know what movie did that well is, um, you ever seen Nocturnal Animals? No. Nocturnal animals, Jake Gyllenhaal and his family get run off the road in the middle of the night in West Texas. People that run them off the road are like four kind of strapping looking young men. Uh, and one of them is Aaron Taylor Johnson, who historically I've talked about not liking, but he's excellent in Nocturnal Animals. Which one is he? Uh, he's in Godzilla. He was Quicksilver okay, in Avengers was, okay, Age yeah, of Ultron. Right, that's what I thought. So he comes over to the car. And he leans down. And he's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, you hit me back then. You know, like just a little down the road, you, you hit my car. Which they did, but it's because this guy was driving like a fucking maniac. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, he's like, roll your window down. I want to talk to you. And Jake Gyllenhaal was like, I don't, I don't want to roll my window down. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, I, you know, for whatever happened. But we, we just want to get going and everything. And he's like, just talk to me for a minute, you know. So Jake Gyllenhaal is like, okay, and he like rolls his window down, and they have a shot where like Aaron Taylor Johnson is, his hand is resting on the top of the car mm -hmm. while he's leaning down talking to them, and you see his hands going like this, mm -hmm. the little tap, but on his ring finger, there's a little tiny like pink plastic uh, ring, like what you would get out of like a 25 cent machine. And it's one of those details where it's like, why would a man like our age be wearing like what appears to be like a little girl's pink, you know, you novelty ring. Like a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's very creepy and <laughs> something that you might miss first time through. It's just one quick shot. Yeah. But if you catch it, then you're already like, oh, man, like they're really, something horrible is about to go down. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like you probably could have managed to do the same thing in this movie. Like... What if she had a piece of jewelry that was very, like, important to her? And maybe when you meet this guy, like, yeah, he's, like, stepped out of an L.L. Bean catalog. Mm -hmm. He's got the mustache and the glasses. Doesn't look very hip, but he does have, like, a chain around his neck. And the chain has, like, kind of weird little pendants and stuff. And you're, you're just like, oh, that's, like, a weird detail. And then she wakes up. She doesn't, she, she like, is looking at him, and she realizes that, like, the, the thing that she wears is on his chain, mm -hmm. and then she realizes that her necklace is gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like something, you know, because like I feel like they got lazy with it, you know, and I feel like they there's an opportunity doing something like that. It's it's you know you're trying to drive a point here, like that's that would be something that would be like okay, that's chilling, that's creepy, you know, yeah. like, you know, something like that. But right, so you know you find out that she's not the first one. So then we're gonna back up a little bit, and it's like okay, well. He does this often, clearly, or he's done it before, yeah. at least once. Yeah. Sounds like multiple times. And it's like, well, what, how does he come up with a plan to get his victims, right? Because this is like, just like a, like, is his plan like, I'm just going to drive really slow and hopefully someone gets a road rage and that's how I get my victims. Because yeah. from there, he was just locked onto her. So like, is, like, is that his plan? Is that I kill people that time? expect me to do the speed limit. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's what I'm after. It. It's like, well, like, what, what's his game plan? Like, it's yeah. just like, was this random? Or was he like trying to like find his victim? I don't, I, I think it's that. pretty random. Like the, the, there's like kind of a gross 
if you if you look into like stranger on stranger crime mm -hmm. historically i think with dna it's a little bit easier now it's gone it's gone just let it fly by you <laughs> you're good um uh bees man historically it's uh what the fuck was i saying Stranger on stranger crime, historically, it's really hard to find who killed the stranger. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it wasn't somebody that didn't like them. Who, who was it? Yeah. You know? So, <clears throat> I think in this case, that's what he's doing. He's just trolling around looking for somebody. And I don't even think she had to do anything to piss him off. That's like a totally separate issue. Right. It's just he noticed her during that moment. But he was probably looking around at anybody, you know? Mm -hmm. Anybody that he felt was vulnerable. This is somebody that's alone, you know, in a car. Right. Easy to get to. Yeah, I mean, he did follow her and he tried to ask him questions, like, and yeah. then he found out that she is alone. Is yeah. Oh, my is. God. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And then, so that scene, you know, he starts to really show, like, that, like, really show that predator side of him. And he's like, take off your clothes. That was, that and was chilling. she's like, well, I got to go to the bathroom. And he's like, go on. Yeah, do it. And then she goes to run, knocks her down, and, like, that's the end of that. And it's like, so, like, he gave up that easy on the whole, like, this is why I have you here thing. All right. And, again, you know, I don't know what his methods are. I don't know if he, like, tries to play the long con there. But, you know, you have a, a scene, a few scenes later, where he's talking to his wife. Yeah. And he's like, that yeah. was That was interesting. I like that a lot. So, yeah. basically, they're at a cabin in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere. And then he's on the phone with his wife talking about, uh, you don't hear what she's saying, but uh, you realize that he's talking about, hey, it's a fan of W.T. Fada driving by. Yeah. Um, you realize that, uh, basically... She's asking him about a business trip. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. The hotel room looks out over the water. Beautiful. Sunny. Come here sometime. All that shit. Mm -hmm. I, that was cool. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, so this is how he covers up what he's doing. Yeah. So it's like he takes himself little vacations that his family doesn't know about to go off and mm -hmm. find women to apparently decimate. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, so we, we found out that he, you know, he's on a time constraint, right? Like he's only, I don't know what day it was when that happened, but he's like, yeah, how long is a business trip, right? To like Wednesday. Yeah. So it sounds like a few days. So yeah. he's got a few days to accomplish whatever he wants to do, dispose of the evidence and then, you know, move on. So it doesn't sound like he has a whole lot of time. Right. So I don't know. He was just kind of like, this is what I want you to do. And she's like, uh, nah. And then he's like, all right, I'm just going to go do whatever i don't know i thought that scene was like i'm gearing mm. up to do something horrible and then like i'm just not gonna do it so like you know i don't have like a huge issue with that but it was just all right whatever you know um, yeah i mean i guess it could feel a little bit illogical but i also kind of like yeah i don't know i i look at it two ways it's either illogical or also he's because that's the scene where she finally comes clean about what all happened uh -huh. uh, so through talking with her, he I think he's fully intending something bad to happen that night. Right. And he takes out her phone and he's showing a video of her and this guy. And we had seen her earlier on in the movie looking at, looking pictures. at the pictures of that guy and, mm -hmm. like, kind of crying. Um, 
and he starts asking her questions and her defenses are pretty much down at this point because it's like what are, you know what yeah. are you gonna do and she explains the situation that basically this was was it a boyfriend or a husband I think it was a husband I think it was a husband yeah, yeah. so her husband had committed suicide mm-hmm. um, kind of out of nowhere and really like shocked her obviously um, but she didn't really realize that anything was wrong so I feel like she talks about that and she shows like pain you know like real deep psychological pain Mm -hmm. and I don't think I so you can read it like one of two ways either he's like oh no which I just don't believe or he was going to cause her pain anyways right Mm -hmm. so now he's done that without having to do anything to her she's already like given him some of what he wants yeah more or less and and maybe that's his play too is he um he tries to break them down yeah and like cause fear so that they listen to whatever he does and she's clearly showing resistance so he's like a little more time yeah yeah so maybe i'm wrong there i think i i think i it's insidious like what he what he's doing and he brings it back later um like very very much like a psychological terror um later on in the movie mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i thought that scene was real tense it's real creepy ah absolutely i i kind of i know you said you didn't really like the performances but i i i, I did kind of like him like in that like like his portrayal of that type of monstrosity yeah he's very like cold and detached like again talking about like serial killers right you like if you look at dennis Rader, who was btk and like his confession in the courtroom about what he did and it's just so matter of fact Mm -hmm. like he doesn't even care yeah like yeah and then um i left the room because he was struggling and he was starting to slip out of his restraints so i left her i went in there and um I rebound his hands, and then I put a bag over his head and duct taped it. And I figured that that would kill him, you know, without me having to be there. And then I walked back into the room and, uh, you know, started choking her. And it's just like this, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, they hearing somebody talk like that. about it like it's like their daily routine. They're like, yeah, yeah. like I woke up, made some breakfast, and, you know, I just, I, I stabbed this person in the neck. And yeah. They bled out. And, like, I, I had to clean it up. You know, they bled on. They got on my sheets. And, like, It's going to be late for man. work. So I, I like, like my that. sheets. And, you know, it's, you know, I got to walk my dog and go right. about my normal life. And, you know, they yeah. just talk about it like it's just like another thing. Just yeah. Like zero compassion for human life there. Um, I, f- I felt like he reminded me a lot of him. Yeah. In no, that way. I get that. There was just, like, a couple scenes where I'm, like, there are a couple scenes where I'm, like, all right, he's, like, hamming it he's up. He's doing well. Yeah. No, and then there's other oh, ones yeah. where I thought, well, I was, like, this is, like, a weak performance. But, you know, we'll yeah. get to that part. We'll yeah. get there soon. Um, yeah, so another thing was, was weird. So, like, he leaves. He does whatever. And she's, like, looking for a way to escape. Mm. He leaves the key in the hole, which I get it's harmless from the outside, but it's like, why risk it? Why not take the key with you? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but she finds a nail that's sticking out. But it's like, how did that nail get like that? Yeah. And the, like, the sharp end sticking out. Also, I, I'm. Uh, all right. Here's the thing you have a victim that you're intending to hurt horribly, right? And they know it. 
and there's two things that could happen with that nail. They're either going to try to get out of the room mm-hmm. with it, or they could just be like, fuck this, and just slash their wrist, mm-hmm. and then you've, like, you, you don't accomplish what you set out to do. It seems like the very, like, it seems like he would scan the room to make sure that it was like, okay, she can't do anything. Not and I feel mention. like that would be the first thing that you would be like, oh, I gotta pull that out of the fucking wall. Yeah, not yeah. to mention it's not the first person he's had down there. Right, so, so like, somebody... That was there before, too, I'm assuming. Or it got there via one of the victims. Yeah. Like, maybe one of the victims was trying to... Like, maybe that's why it was sharp on the end. Like, somebody tried to get it out oh, yeah. and maybe broke it. Maybe. I but don't I don't... Know. It just, yeah, it doesn't seem... Like a like a solid move to me. Yeah. So she uses it to escape. She pokes the key through the hole with it. You know, puts the. I thought that was really smart to put the um, like a sweatshirt down or whatever she had down there. So when the key fell, it didn't make a sound. I was like, why is she doing that? Because she's looking through the hole. Like I didn't know what she was looking at. Yeah. And she like boom, the key falls out. Bang, pulls it in. One, it st- you know you don't hear it. And two, she's able to pull it under there, which like yeah. the door. I don't know. I think you'd have a more secure door there, not one that has like a good two-inch gap at the bottom. I don't know. Anyways, um, serial killing on a budget, right? Yeah. So she escapes the basement. It's upstairs, he comes home just like out of you know pure fate, timing. You yep. Know? Fuck her, right? Yeah. So she hides in a closet, and then that's where he has that conversation with his wife. He's on a business trip, you know, talking about like their kids and stuff, and. Yeah, so so weird. He he pulls out this really sharp knife, and then he zooms in on it, and you see, like, cutting a block of cheese. And, like, did he take beef jerky? Was that what that was? He put, uh, was it a, I thought it was using, like, cheese and crackers or something at that point. Right, right. But he took, like, a piece of beef jerky and a block of cheese, and I'm like, that's a fucking genius idea, dude. That looks delicious. Dude. I'm going to do that. Carnivore. Yeah. Look at how powerful his punches were. Uh, Yeah. Carnivore. Right. (laughs) So, like, I'm going to get a block of, like, Vermont white cheddar, dude, some beef jerky, and just make, like, little sandwiches. Looks nice. That looks really nice. It does look Uh, nice. But, yeah. Yeah. She, what is he, he gets up from the table and starts to go downstairs, right? And that's when she makes a run for it. Yeah, and then she's like, fuck it. And she takes off. Um, Shoeless. Yes. Which was was a big mistake. Well, yeah, he had her, you know, when she first woke up, she was shoeless, so, like... <clears throat> Should have been the first thing she looked for when she got out of that room. Yeah. Where are their shoes? Any shoes, even Any if they're shoes. oversized. Yeah, just something. Comes back to haunt her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he realizes that something's up pretty fucking quick. Yep. Uh, and follows her out. She's running through the woods, and he... It feels like he's lost her. And then... She takes a step, and she makes out... She, she has this god-awful, like, ah! And she falls down, and there is, like, a fucking stick just, like, like in her foot. Like, two inches deep. You can see it poking out. Yeah. Like, that is brutal. That was, scene... Oh, that scene really got me. It was ugly. She pulls it out. She oh. had to pull it out, and while she's pulling it out, she, like, obviously is, like, groaning. Uh-huh. And that causes him to be like, oh! And he realizes where she is, and follows after her now i heard behind the scenes like within the first week of filming uh she actually broke her foot really yeah and that's why this was a plot point they had to like they added it into the movie so that they could explain why she's hobbling around yeah. no shit yeah that was real wow did she break her foot on set or was it outside of it i think it was on set oh. i think it was like you know walking around through that terrain and stuff yeah. and just i think 
not positive. Yeah. But she was very like insistent, like no, I, I don't I don't want to stop, and I want to I want to be able to do my own stunts and yeah. all of that stuff. So they filmed the rest of the movie with her broken foot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice touch. Yeah. Scene. Working, right. you know, having to having to uh, having to be fluid, you know. You know, something we haven't brought up yet. This movie seemed like it was filmed in like chapters. Was this based on a book? I don't think so, but I did notice. Yeah, the, I forgot to talk about that. It reminded me of The Shining. Yeah, it had yeah, the, yeah. the title cards. Uh-huh. Um, it was like the road and then the river. The river. And then the clearing. You know, I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. I I didn't like the fact though. I wanted to talk about this, but what what was it? So the road. The river. I think it said the clearing was after that, or something like that. I don't know. I thought it was like three R's, in a row. Maybe. I can't. Or the the rain. The oh, rain. We got people coming in on skateboards. Oh, that's okay. Down here. We can move. Yeah. Let's take a second. All right. Yeah. So, what are we saying? Uh, yeah. I felt like the first three were like the road, the river, and the rain, or something, and then. I don't know what the rest of them were, but like I feel like yeah, the clearing, I, yeah, you know, I, I, the for some night. Reason that sounds right. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why didn't we try harder to keep the R's? Like mm. I thought that that was like a theme. I didn't know what it meant. Mm. But it seems like if you weren't gonna have them all be, you know, R related, that you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't have done three in a row, that were R's. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Especially when they stretched. Like, that one that was the rain, I didn't necessarily feel like that was an important plot point. Like, the road is an important plot point. Because that's where they initially meet. The river is an important plot point, because that's how she escapes him. Yeah, as soon as she ramps to that river, uh, I'm like, I'm taking my chances in the river. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Like The river might not kill you. Yeah. This guy definitely will. Exactly. Yeah. So, I Um, I was happy to see her dive into there. Yeah. But then comes my next issues with the movie. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, we go. We dive into it now. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Let's do All it. right. Well, she dives into the river, and it seems like she goes a pretty good ways down it. Yes. Right. For sure. And then, you know, she eventually gets to shore. She comes out, and <laughs> this is where she hears like crackling in the woods. Yeah. And she hides behind a tree with a big stick. And then, you know, whatever, whoever it is is approaching, and she just turns and smack, you know, hits this random old guys out there hunting yeah. down another another older white man, you know, like, I don't trust this guy either, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you're kind of, like, worried about him, too, a little bit. Yeah. But she's like, you know, call the police, call someone, anyone, your phone, and then he, you know, just happened to have it where she hit him with the stick, broke his phone. He has a gun. He's obviously like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, don't come near me. He's a little, you know, wary of her. Right. She's clearly in rough shape there. Yeah. Right? So, uh, he's like, he's like, it's a fucking liberal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He sees a damage to her foot, and he's like, I got shoes in my car. You know, come here. And she's just like, all right. You know, he like. Could you imagine if this movie just turned into a string of people abducting her? Like her escaping (laughs) Well, like, that's what I, I got some shoes in my car. Girls happened. love shoes. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought may have happened. Was I got, that may have I got shoes in Nutella in my van. Or like those guys just like knew each other or something and like they, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But gets to the car. He's like, these are my wife's. They're probably a little big, but better than a little small. 
you know, make a little lighthearted. He gets joke to, he gets to the car and there's just a pile of shoes. <laughs> yeah, a pile of women's shoes. <laughs> right. There's probably one in there that fits you. You seem like the same size as a lot of the other girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but sorry. again, now I'm like writing a different movie. This is one where they're in the car and it's like, you know, this. I felt like this whole movie was kind of predictable to like start to finish. You know, yeah. you get like the predator finds gets his victim, gets locked up, she escapes find somebody who's probably going to help her but most likely not you know you know something's going to happen but yeah. anyway so he's driving and um, all of a sudden there's a big tree in the road yep a big tree in that dirt road and she gets they out, find like, it yeah. it doesn't fall she's like this is him he's doing it or whatever and I'm like okay so this guy somehow just knew that she found someone who has a car and the only road that's there and he's like I'm going to run ahead and chop this big tree down and yeah. then I'm going to go run back and then somehow come up behind them. Yeah. That that was like the biggest one where I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, dude? Yeah, I... I also, like, is it uncommon for trees to fall in the woods? Why is she... I understand that she's lost her mind, right? Like, she's, she's very panicky. Right. right. So her saying, like, oh my god, this is him, this is him. It would be one thing if it wasn't. But it becomes very clear, like, just that he that shows he up that it. quickly that, like, she's right. He yeah. did do it. So it's like, like, I don't know. It's just it's just very strange. Like, it's an odd conclusion for her to jump to. And then odder still that she's right. Yeah. It reminds me, there's a movie... Uh, God, I can't remember the fucking name of it. Um, it has, like, a like a funny little, like, tongue-in-cheek kind of uh, title. Like, one word. Um, ooh. I'm going to... I'm going to put that in the show. And... But but I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to insert me talking about what the title of that fucking movie is uh, right now. The name of that movie is Unsane. It stars Claire Foy and is directed by Steven Soderbergh. And if you listen to this episode when it was initially released and this part of the show was missing, I apologize. It was a busy week. I did the best I could. Enjoy the rest of the show. So yeah, anyways, in that movie, um, basically this woman was stalked and harassed by this guy, and she leaves full stop, goes someplace else, but then uh, something happens, and they basically commit her to a mental asylum, and then it turns out that the guy that was stalking her is like a doctor at the mental asylum. Yes, I feel like I, I watched that movie. Yeah. I forget the name of it. And it was, it was horrendous. It was fucking awful. It was the same type of shit where it's like, God damn, like how many, like it would be way more interesting if you, if you made it a psychological thing. Like mm. she's just, her mind's running wild and it's not actually what we're seeing is not actually the truth, blah, blah. Uh, but this movie doesn't do that at all. This, the, like alone is very much like, no, 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 it's real. It's real. It's happening. Mm -hmm. You know? I did like his ploy. Oh, this is the thing that I was going to say reminded me of another serial killer. Um, he does, like, a ploy. He gets out of his car, and he's on his phone, and he's like, oh, no, I see her right now. She's in the woods with some guy, and he, like, gives, like, a friendly little wave to the guy, and he's like, I, I, I got her, so, you know, thank you again, Sheriff. Like, you don't have to, you know, I, I didn't mean to bother you. I'm sorry. And he's like, okay, yeah, I will. All right, bye. And he hangs up, and he's like, where have you been, Jessica? Like, you know, like, you got to come home, blah, blah, blah. And he starts to, like, spin a yarn 
about how she like got off her medication and she fucking took off from the house and she does this when she's not on it. She gets uh -huh. paranoid, you know, and she tells stories and everything. This is my sister, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He's lying. He's lying. And he's like, see? See what I mean? She gets crazy when she's off her meds, you know? And he's trying to, like, hook this guy into this scenario. And this guy's like, what the fuck is going on? Who would I believe? You what know? would you think? Well, I, I mean, that's, the, like, crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, he did put a pretty good, like, performance there. Like, hey, the night, like, this is my sister. What would you, you know? do? I don't know. Honestly, dude, I'd probably do, um, like, with that. Like, eventually, what he wanted to do was, like, let me talk to the cops. You know, right. like, it would make me feel a lot better. He's like, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on here. Like, clearly something's wrong. I, I mean, it could go either way. So, like, yeah, I'd want to talk to I would have shot both of them in the kneecaps just to have <laughs> control of the situation. All right, and then we'll sort this out. Mm. That's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, I just say awful shit. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> I don't don't believe me. Okay, I'm not saying that I would have done that. But yeah, then he starts acting like once you know. Um, I don't even know what the fucking name of what was the name of the the dude that's chasing her. I feel like they said it. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Fuck that guy anyway. But he's just calling predator. Yeah, he's basically like you know he starts to lose control of the situation. He's just a run, and he's like, I want to you know talk to the cops. He's like, let's just like help me get her first, and it's like, yeah, help me get her into the car. Right, something's weird here, you yeah. know. And then he just he ends up like, oh, you want to see my phone? Ah, you know, and yeah. Just gets on top of him. Like again with those like, boom, 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 boom. Like, boom. Those are brutal. Like, yeah. They, the way they film like the violent scene though, it's like wow. You know, yeah. That's good. But, you know, a bit, you know, he kills him, which is, like, again, cookie cutter. Fucking, I, we all saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. I told you that the scene was going to happen before it happened, just the way, the way the movie was. Yeah. But. He um, gets up, grabs that rifle. And yeah, now he has puts one. Poof. Yep. Yeah. And then, I don't know. So now he's on the chase, right? We yeah. Kinda, you know, it's at night. She's hiding, which looks like she was in, like, a little, like, pond type thing. Yeah, I, I think know. that there was, like, some type of, it was raining heavy. Yeah. And I think that it's just the topography had created, like, a little gully that was big enough that she could, like, sink her body down into. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of doing the crocodile thing. Like, yeah. Just the, like, nose above the water so that she could breathe. And he's like, oh, I, sh I shot you. I'd say about two hours tops. Yeah, he shot her in the out. shoulder, right? Yeah. When she was running. And then he, like, puts the gun down. And he's like, I feel like at this scene, the director was like, all right, we're not going to write you any lines. You're just going to go in and you're going to just say whatever you think. <laughs> like get her out there and he's like alright I'm gonna put the gun down and your husband's a pussy <laughs> and he's like and he's like hey, come get the gun or, or you're a pussy too <laughs> and she just doesn't come and he's like damn it he's like, that's what I say that always works yeah, yeah yeah he's like that's my go to fuck yeah. and he's like well you know uh, I'm, I'm coming for you." If calling your if if calling your dead husband a pussy or dumping a jar of spiders all over my head doesn't get you to come running towards me, yeah, I can. You're a difficult cookie to crack, like you know. Amateur hour, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And then like he like try to go serious, like I'm I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Yeah. And like yeah, dude. I'm like I'm sorry. You're kind of losing me here. I don't. Yeah. I'm not very intimidated right now by uh, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of liked parts of that speech, though. Yeah. I didn't... Uh, there were some parts. I like when he was talking about fear. He's like, fear, it's in the eyes. You know, mm. you can always see it. I, I, I kind of liked... You know, there, there were parts of it that, that I didn't hate. But in general, it definitely doesn't end on a high note. 
Like if somebody was running like as a politician and they were like, I'm coming for you. I am coming for you. You'd be like, I'm voting for the other guy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, (laughs) and it's like, dude, you don't need to like tell me that. I know, I know you are. Like you've been coming for me this entire time. Yeah, I remember. Reiterate that. I know, which is why I'm hiding in this little body of water here while you're fucking spotting off and whatever, whatever. You know. It's amazing that she wasn't like, oh my god, and he was like, I fucking found her. Like he was just that was his play. I'm just gonna say like stupid shit. Until she's eventually like rolling her eyes so loudly, I can yeah. tr- I can locate her. Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> uh. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It had the potential to be a really cool scene too. Yeah, I like the idea. Like he knows that she's there, and she knows that he's there, and he's just gonna talk openly and freely about his philosophy and about why he does what he does. I, and he doesn't. I, I There was one part that I did like, though, a lot uh-huh. in that was just the fact that he brought back the husband's suicide. Yeah. Because he got that piece of information, and now he's using it to manipulate yeah. and cause more psychological harm towards her. Uh-huh. Like, basically being like, you know, I understand that a lot of people, before they commit suicide, they call out for help. I wonder if he did wonder if you just weren't paying attention. Maybe if you were, you could have prevented it. You know? And, like, just that whole thing is so like, rotten. He's like, that was going to be the father of your children. Right, right. It's going yeah. Like yeah. You know, clearly just, like, trying to get her to, like, you know, come out and grab the gun. But right. I wish they had built a little suspense with, like, her, like, kind of eyeing that gun more you know like yeah you never once think that she's going for it yeah like maybe i can get to it in time i don't know i thought he was like making such a like he's so i understand like you want to control the situation right so you wouldn't really walk away from that gun but it's just like i'm gonna give you two minutes to come get this gun that's five inches from my right foot right it's like nobody would ever take you up on that offer when they were showing, like, the headshots of him kind of just, like, you know, going on his little tangent there, like, it made it seem like he walked away from it. Like, he was maybe a good... I was under the assumption he was a good 10, 15 feet away from it. Right. And then it's like, he just bends down and grabs it. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck, fuck off. I, this is clearly your first time, you liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really do. I feel like it would have been more interesting for him... Like, if I was him, okay, you want to know what I would have done? Because I'm real clever, all right? From the time that I shot her and I, like, concocted this plan, I would have taken the bullets out of the gun, taken the bullets out of the magazine, taken the bullet out of the chamber, and then I would have been like, I'm going to make it a fair fight, and I would have put it down and been like, I'm walking away from it. I'll give you two minutes to come out and get this, you know? Is then she would have scrambled for the gun. I would have realized where she is. She would have been like, "Aha!" And then I would have known yeah. that I'm completely safe. That there's nothing like I I got her, you know. But he doesn't do that. You get the distinct impression that like that gun's fully loaded, which is why he's like, "I'll give you two minutes to come get it," and it's right here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like stakes it out. Like, all right, I'm just yeah. gonna wait to see her make her move. He's like, maybe she's like one of them T Rex. If I don't move, she won't see me. Right. So just come grab the gun. No, yes. No. Beautiful. Yeah, it was, yeah, that scene, whatever, you know. Couple, couple What's weird about moments, but, you know, overall, like, yeah. 
I, I gotta say, you know what's weird about that whole thing? I have thought about this, but like a T-Rex's vision is based on movement, according to Jurassic Park. Okay, now, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here, looking out across a field, and the ground, and some of the buildings, and the cars that are parked, and the building, the big building, and the fence, and all the ramps in the skate park, none of those things are moving. It's a little bit of, there's some leaves falling, and I can see the trees swaying. So, like, if that's a true statement, then, like, what what does a T-Rex even see? Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, they just walk around, like, everything is black except for, like, the yeah, trees yeah. gently moving in the wind. Yeah, that doesn't That can't sense. be true. <laughs> that guy's full of shit. Yeah, he is. Fuck Sam Neill. Hashtag fuck Sam Neill. Hashtag fake paleontologist. Right. All right. Sorry. Tangent. All right. Let's go. Um, yeah. So then what do we do? We do like a, like a jump, a time jump to the next day. And she's caught up with him now. <laughs> Strangely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand how she managed to pull this off. But now she's caught up to him. And he's in the process of burying that poor bastard that was hunting and got hit with a stick and then got punched a bunch and then got shot just had a terrible day all around yeah didn't get to eat the sandwich his wife made him which is a weird sandwich was it like honey and honey and goat cheese honey and goat cheese is that a thing have you had that I think so i haven't had it but it sounds, sounds all right i don't I'm know for it. i'll try it i'll try it the next time i'm gonna get bludgeoned to death and then shot i'll i'm gonna have that yeah um but yeah, he's in the process of like burying this dude in a shallow grave, um, and I, I I felt like he had given up. Did you get that feeling too? That he was just like, well, fuck, I can't kill her. I guess I'm going home. Seemed like it. That's how I felt. He didn't look happy. He didn't look alert anymore. Hmm. He was just kind of like, ah, oh, fucking, all I get to do is bury this stupid bastard. Yeah. Dude. At least I got a cool gun though. I can use that next time. Um. But yeah, so I felt like it was pretty much over, and then she, like, extends the conflict. <laughs> she, like, sneaks into his car, and she... Yeah, sneaks his phone, and then she, he starts walking back to the car, and I find it completely unfathomable that this fucking guy doesn't see her crawling over the driver's center console, mm -hmm. right? Then the back seat into the back of the car... She's in full view of him the entire time. Probably where he would keep the shovel that he used to bury the guy, but he wouldn't put back there. Yeah, he just he just gets in the car and like like he gets in the driver's side seat and then awkwardly puts it in the in the passenger seat. Yeah. Where did it go? Yeah, he where just did... left the evidence there, I guess, because he didn't have it. Oh man. Yeah, sloppy. that's that's that sloppy. is sloppy. Yeah, that's not good. Um, so she does like the emergency call, right? But before yes. that, like she makes a little bit of a sound, and, like looks back, and like, like yeah. oh, is he gonna see her? And it's like, no, probably not, because that just wouldn't make sense. But you know, he starts driving. She does like the emergency call in nine one one. She somehow is just like talking to this person while he's driving, not even hearing it. And then he notices his phone is gone. Yeah, Ooh, he's bum, looking bum, all over it frantically, fr frantically. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see like. The view from down where the brake is, and his foot steps on the brake, and he just looks up in the rearview mirror, and he's staring like he knows. Uh -huh. And she's like, "This is my chance." She gets up. She has a tie iron. Yep. Bam. 
gives him a real good whack to the side of the head, barely faces him. Apparently yeah, no, he's this fine. This dude is just like, I don't know, David Goggins. You know, like pain is just like a four-letter word. Apparently, I was thinking of David Goggins the entire time I was watching that guy. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I really until this moment. I was like trying to compare someone that like I feel like could take like a fucking a nasty hit to the head and just be like, yeah, dude, whatever. Yeah. You know. So she like. Stay hard. Busts, yeah, yeah. She busts him open. And yeah. He's just like, I'm gonna keep driving. You know. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like he was. Um, was he driving at that point? Yeah, they drove because that's a, they, that conflict ends in a car crash. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. They're going back and forth. He tries. He's trying to slash at her with the fucking knife. She gets it. She stabs him in the arm. Yeah, she stabs him in the arm. Doesn't fucking phase him. No. He's still going. <laughs> and then they, they. This is where they crash. Right after that, nothing really happens in between there. Yeah, they, like it, he loses control of the car. It flips. They just boom, and it flips. And then she, they show her like crawling out of the car. Mm-hmm. And then, now correct me if I'm wrong. Does she just leave at that point? She just takes off? Yeah, I think so. Because he catches up with her again. I feel like you have him incapacitated, right? And you're you're conscious. Get back in the car and stab him in the throat. Yeah. Like, like right now. End it. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what happens. No. She takes off. She's covered in mud. Um, and they wind up. It looked like one of those, like, uh, those hot springs that you see, like, out in... Out in like the Rockies, um, very. It was, it was kind of. It was barren looking, but also kind of pretty. Um, and then she makes like her final play, which I thought was really smart. She mm-hmm. like gets into his phone, and she calls his wife, mm-hmm. and it's just like, "Hey, just to let you know, your husband abducted me, and he's trying to fucking kill me. Yep. And he's a psychopath, and all this shit." Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, like, that yeah. Was- good play there that was smart you like he might be able to kill you but you also have completely destroyed his life like, yeah there's going to be questions asked and it's not going to be long before this it's is, all over for this him. is my name and if i end up dead and missing your husband murdered me and a man named robert yes was that his name was it robert it, it might have been i don't remember i wanted to bring up that that guy that kindly old man was the like abusive warden of the psychiatric hospital in the silence of the lambs oh, yeah. most of the hannibal Lecter movies yeah, yeah. He's the one that Hannibal eventually eats, which, you know, yeah. it looks tasty to me. Yeah. I'd probably take him over a honey and goat cheese yeah. if I had a choice. <laughs> but I like meat. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that leads happened. to the, like, the final conflict the of the movie. Final showdown. And I got to be honest, man. I, I'm a sucker for, like, that primal shit, you know, when, like, stuff is just real bare bones and it's just like it's wild and sloppy and like out of control kill or be killed right now yeah that's it i like the way they filmed it it felt like monumental you know just the 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 back and forth between them and like they even incorporated slow motion i didn't really find it tacky or cheesy at all Mm. it's hard sometimes slow motion has a habit of being like oh my god like so self-indulgent yeah but there was something about it where like it just felt very like you know all around and I felt like there were real stakes like it looked like they were really getting fucked up mm-hmm. really getting hurt and uh, it's a good back and forth I like that fight a lot yeah actually um, and then 
she finally uh, she finally loses and he wins and I don't think we watched the same movie. Oh. She stabs him right in the fucking stomach. Oh, she fucking wins, dude. Right in the side, too. She yeah, delivers that final blow. Oh. And she makes sure she's like... Let's see with a lean in, give him a little kiss at the end, you know? Yeah, there's something very, like, she tense about that. Gets yeah. close to him and like, stares him in the eyes. Like, yes, bitch. Yeah. I liked the shot where she, like, collapses off to the side of him. Mm-hmm. And then they show him, and he's, like, looking up into the sky... And then he turns his head, and when he looks at her, it's like her face is covered in blood and mud. And all you can see is, like, the white teeth and her, like, whites of her eyes. Mm-hmm. And she just looked fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Like, she looked like she was insane. That had a really creepy shot. I mm-hmm. like that one a lot. <laughs> and then that helicopter that you see earlier, too. The helicopter kind of goes by, and it's like... Yeah. The helicopter, I guess, you know... It caught up to her. It caught up, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows where this woman is. Yeah. Everybody. And, you know, it just ends there, and you kind of assume that the helicopter saw them, came down, and, you know, all was right in the world. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think I kind of... I, I, I definitely understand the criticisms, you know? You have to... Hey, there it is. Yeah. Wow. We're down here! We're down here! He's trying to kill me. <laughs> Sorry. Weird timing that the helicopter just shows up right now. I'm telling you. Over us. I'm telling you. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I, I understand the criticisms and I definitely noticed them. But I am a I am a big fan of this type of movie. Like I like the, I like thrillers. I like. I like the, like, intensity of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Whether or not this is, like, particularly well done is kind of another issue. Yeah. I, I'm like... It's just, it took me out of the movie. A couple like, times. Couple Especially times early there. on. Early on. I felt like later it got a little bit better uh-huh. and a little bit more understandable. Like, when, when he lost her in the woods and then he heard her moan and was like, oh, she's this way. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But then there's other times where he's showing up and it's like, how the fuck can you know that? You yeah. Know? Like, how did he know to go and cut down a tree and then I'll somehow get behind them, which it seems like that was the only way where they were. It's like a one-way, like, <laughs> I don't know. Would he even have known that... Because cutting down a tree would only stop you if you were in a car. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have a car. She doesn't. So she just runs into somebody that happens to have a car that's in the woods mm-hmm. before that tree is cut down. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that guy was clearly leaving... I mean, unless he just got lucky, but I doubt it. So this, like, this killer is like, okay, I got her locked up in the cabin. Also, there's this guy 10 miles away that has a car. So I got to make sure if she gets away from me, there's a chance she could run into him. So if that does happen, I'll ride up there really quick and I'll cut down a tree to make sure that that guy can't leave just in case she meets him. A big motherfucking tree. Like, it would take him some time to cut that shit down. That guy? No way. (laughs) Well, single I mean, the swing power of those punches. Yeah, you single done it swing one with an axe. Swoop. One fell swoop. You're it's like right, Paul right. Bunyan. Yeah, my bad. You got to stay <laughs> yeah. in the reality of the movie. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, overall, the message, I guess, is what is important here. You know, don't trust <laughs> old white dudes. Just don't. That's not fair. Don't that one kind. old white dude was definitely going to help. Yeah. He was definitely going to help. <laughs> 
err on the side of caution. He just had a, a random pair of women's shoes just mm. hanging out in his car. There's nothing weird it's about his, it. His wife's hiking boots. Sure. Go out there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. He was oh. just like, I'm going to, before we go, get, get you to the police, I'm going to bring you by my cabin, you know. She was like, wait, why? And he was like, don't worry about it, you know. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Not again. Could you imagine that story, though? I, I'm still kind of fascinated by that idea. Just a story where, like, abducted, then, like, she escapes. She gets abducted by somebody else that's completely unrelated. And then he chases him down. He's like, that's, she was mine. And yeah, wait like, a minute. It becomes a fight between abductors. Yeah, it's like, damn it, Roger, you know this is my territory. Yeah, what the fuck, man? And it's just like a fucking, like a small community of just predators. And <laughs> just like, that's all that's out there. Yeah. Don't go to the woods, folks. Bad things happen in the woods. It's kind of like King Kong versus <clears throat> Godzilla. You know, I got like two fucking monsters there, and it's you like, oh, I was gonna kill them. No, I was gonna kill them. They stop fighting. You, know? you see them fighting, and then like they do like a reverse shot, and you see like the potential victim sitting there, and they have popcorn, and they're like, Jesus, this is fucking great. Right, right. And then they're like, wait a minute, I should leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it wasn't. These movies have a potential to be really fucking awful. There's always the chance that this type of story could be fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is middle of the road. Yeah. I feel like it's not not terrible, it's not excellent. I think that I brought up Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal Animals is really good with the, uh, the tension cat and mouse thing between uh, potential victims and predators. Um, and I'm trying to think if I have any other one that this reminded me of. It, when I was watching it, I, I, I definitely, the title cards made me think of The Shining. Some of the shots, just mm-hmm. because it's like lone car on windy mountain road, kind of yeah. reminded me of The Shining. But, um, I don't know. I also think that redesigning the Predator in such a drastic way was a strange move. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of missed the dreadlocks and the fishnet kind of look. And he didn't have the silver mask. And when he, like... If he did have the silver mask, he would take it off and he would just look like a dude with a mustache. And I'm like, I miss kind of the mandible thing, the screeching. Much he didn't have the look. shoulder cannon. And uh, he didn't rip anybody's spine out, which is always like a cool finishing that, move for that the Predator. We know of. I mean, he's clearly done this before. and He know. could have. He's also a lot shorter than most Predators. Most Predators are like seven and a half, eight feet tall. But, I mean, Arnold's is six feet tall. I think it was like head and shoulders above him. Small yeah. complaint. Weird adaptation. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't even talk about him being an alien. Well, I think I'm done. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all yeah. I got about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you have time to watch it, feel free. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to this, you probably gonna, should have watched it. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. If you listen to this, you probably should have watched it. Yeah. I don't know. It Man. is what it is. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Yeah. Woo! Yay! Well, boy, we had a lot of fun on this episode. Oh, man, I absolutely loved it. And I'm going to love the next episode, too. It is the end of October, guys. This episode's going to be available right in time for good old Halloween. And... We're excited because we are going to be able to talk 
about a true horror movie classic. I'd like to take a guess as to what it is. It's definitely on brand for the time of year.